Hi there, you're welcome to the Wide Open Show with Dawn. Here, we talk about life and everyday topics from a Christian point of view. We weigh what the world says against what the word says. So, grab a seat and get comfortable as we blow wrong doctrine and cultures wide open with the truth. Thank you for tuning in. I am so glad you're here. I'm also super excited to do this, um, finally, and I don't know if you can tell from the sound of my voice, but I'm pretty nervous, and uh, that's probably because it's my first time ever podcasting, it's my first time ever addressing people like this, so cut me some slack, alright, if you don't know yet or you haven't fully understood what the Wide Open Show is about, I'll just, it's not, it is not a shaking table show. It is not, it's not a let me school you show, no. That is not what I'm here to do. I'm just here to talk about stuff, try to find a balance because there are topics that haven't been touched. There are topics that people have the wrong idea about. There are topics that people have confusion about. So I'm just going to be showing us what the Bible says about it and uh, because i believe there's there's if you're looking for anything you can actually just look look at the bible because it's complete and it's thorough so i'll be showing us what the bible says showing us what the world says and then i would also give my opinion then it is left to you to believe what you want after i have put all these things on the table so it's not trying to shove any i'm not going to try to shove anything down your throat i'm not trying to push your face into anything i'll just provide you with substantial proof or substantial evidence about a thing and have you decide but i do pray that in your decision making the holy spirit will guide you so you make the right choice the right decision all right so without further ado let's just get right into it homosexuality a sin now I know you already have your answer in your head but I'm going to beg you to please take that answer and keep it somewhere for now because if we proceed with our minds already shut we'll miss the point so we have to have an open mind if we're going to understand anything here today so please it's the wide open show keep your minds wide open is homosexuality a sin? Now, the world says that um, there is nothing, there's absolutely nothing wrong with having an attraction or sexual feeling toward another person of the same sex. So, man, man, woman, woman is perfectly okay. Um, you see LGBT communities and movements that push for gay rights, um, legalization of same-sex marriage, and all of that so they, they they say that gay people are not weird there's nothing wrong with them mentally there's nothing wrong with them psychologically or otherwise they're just normal people with a different sexual orientation um, love is love um, a person should be allowed to love whatever they want and my sexual preference or orientation should not define who I am it should not be limited to man or woman it should not make people treat me differently okay 
So that is what the world says. Now, what does the world, the word, sorry, say about homosexuality? Now, the Bible does not directly mention homosexuality a lot of times. But where the subject comes up, the Bible does have a lot of important things to say about it. And we are to understand those things if we are to avoid making the mistakes of homophobia and thinking that God is indifferent about sorry our sexual preference as many people think god is actually very 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 interested now the first two bible passages that directly mention homosexuality are found in the old testament genesis and leviticus but because of time i don't want this podcast to be very long we'll be taking just genesis at least for this first episode if there's going to be a second episode then i'll try to cover the others so Genesis and Leviticus and the other the others are found in the New Testament Romans Timothy Jude and all of that okay so we're taking Genesis today now reading the story of Sodom and Gomorrah in Genesis chapter 19 verse 4 to 11 that is i think that's everyone's go to scripture for to defend or oh, the bible says homosexuality is a sin so have you read the story of sodom and gomorrah have you re- yeah so that is where we're starting from so we see the men of that city attempt to forcibly have sex with lots to look good in visitors lots to angelic visitors that appeared in the form of men some people say that that verse didn't state that the men wanted to perform homosexual acts on lost visitors they are of the opinion that the word the word no k-n-o-w there means to get to know someone to be acquainted with someone and this set of people believe that christians have by themselves read the homosexuality part into the genesis narrative but a close look at genesis 19 verse 5 would make it quite clear that homosexuality was in fact mentioned so you see the word no, that no. We know that when the, <laughs> we know that when the Bible says no, it means to have sexual relations with someone. Okay? You see stuff like and Adam knew his wife Eve and she conceived and bore Cain. And Joseph knew her not until she had brought forth her firstborn. So yeah, the the Bible uses that word to explain sexual relations with a person and also if it isn't clear from the crowd's aggression then lots attempt at offering his daughters as an alternative makes it clear that the men of that city were looking for much more than social acquaintance also if you read that verse in another translation preferably nlt it says that they shouted to lot where are the men who came to spend the night with you bring them out to us so we can have sex with them all right so yeah that 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 verse was talking about homosexuality or homosexual acts all right turning now to the new testament romans 1 has a lot to say about the nature and character of homosexual behavior and one important truth to note from verse 18 to 32 is that paul says homosexual behavior contradicts god's purpose for us as revealed in creation okay and that homosexual um desire is not what god originally intended for man you hear people say stuff like god did not create adam and steve he made adam and eve yada 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 
so yeah <laughs> homosexual desire is not what god originally intended for man and that's not to say that homosexual desire is the only thing that god did not originally intend i mean after the fall most of man's desires were distorted by sin today is not that day of the fall and creation and salvation we'll go into that another time but yeah after the fall of man our desires were distorted by sin so now that we have covered the world's perspective and the word perspective oh the world says it's fine it's okay i'm not judged by who i am my orientation sexual orientation the bible says oh homosexual activity is a sin i promised my unbiased view i promised my unbiased opinion and i will give it okay firstly with substantial evidence from the word i believe it is safe to infer that homosexual activity is forbidden in scripture and to attempt to demonstrate otherwise is to violate the passages themselves societies norms and cultures are evolving every day continuously growing and changing but god's word remains unchanged what was immoral by god's standard yesterday has not become moral today because majority accept it and are applauding it okay secondly yes homosexuality is a sin and while homosexual practice is active sinning same sex attraction is not the same as that if you say that same sex desires are sinful you will be right in the sense that sin is anything that contradicts god's will yeah but same sex attraction in itself is not an act of sinning I do not I do not buy into that idea I do not believe that okay I mentioned in passing um, the fall of man and how sin distorted man's natural desires okay that a person is experiencing the effects of a broken creation does not mean they have sinned same-sex attraction is an example of this distortion I mentioned this attraction falls into the category of temptation that is it and as with every other kind of temptation like jealousy, pride, you have two options, flee or give in, okay? Is it that you kill the temptation before you sin by boosting yourself up in the word of God and feeding your spirit, or or you dwell in it and watch desire turn into lust of the mind and eventually lust of the flesh, and finally you act out what you lost after, which then becomes sin, okay? So I, don't, I do not believe that having the same-sex attraction or experiencing it is you sinning it's what you do about that feeling how do you how do you handle that temptation okay based on what the bible says about homosexuality okay now hebrews 4 verse 15 tells us that although jesus was tempted in many ways he did not sin so you being tempted does not mean you have to sin and you being being tempted does not mean you have sinned Alright, so I don't believe that if a person has same-sex attraction, they have sinned. It is, what do you do about that feeling you're having? Do you, do you dwell on it? Do you, what are you feeding your mind with? It's like saying, um, if, let me give this example. My friend buys a car. I don't own a car. Okay. And she called me to come see the car and initially i'm having i see the car and i start to feel jealous of it would you say or jealous of her would you say that i have sinned no 
that is just temptation is because of the fallen nature of man temptation now i would i would have sinned if i take that jealousy and i dwell on it and i start to act out what i feel she comes around like look don't ever come to my house again i don't want to see you and i'm not saying that because she's not a good person just because i'm jealous of her success oh i don't the car is not fine mm, it's not this one is not good that is i'm acting on my jealousy i am sinning but if at that point where i start to feel that jealousy i i shut it down i'm like this is not who i am in christ and i will not feel this way and i congratulate her and i'm happy for her and i move past that temptation i have would you say i sinned by just feeling jealous no if you act if you dwell in your desire it becomes lost it will start to it may start to become lost some form of lost so i do not believe that same sex attraction in itself is sinning it's a sinful desire yes but it is not active sin it is not sin okay now to the part of the sin itself homosexual activity is a sin all right yes but it is not a unique sin the bible lists other forms of sexual sin like fornication and adultery and also other non-sexual forms of sin drunkenness stealing all right so homosexual sin is incredibly serious but it is not alone in being so. It is bad, but so are um, greed and covetousness. If we are to be faithful to scripture, we must also preach against theft, greed, drunkenness, defrauding others, lying, many of which are also trivialized in our society today. You see, people were saying the other day that internet fraud is not bad because of the government we should blame the government and not the guys that are actually perpetrating these acts you see people try to normalize rape by saying it's a victim's fault dressing the way she was dressing and all of that so many of these things are actually as much problems as <laughs> as homosexuality or as much a problem as homosexuality is okay so we have to balance it out to- let me not let me not go past what I what I agreed to say today. So I believe that many of our actions towards homosexual people are unfair. And a lot of these bands are these bands you put oh 14 years imprisonment, this one, this one, this one. They are actually human rights infringement. They are not and should not be treated like second-class citizens. And I find that this um, hate and this homophobia, you find it more in um, among Christians. And it shouldn't be so. It should not be so at all. We have agreed that it is a sin, yes. But it is a sin like any other. And what do you do to... What do you do about somebody who is in sin? What, what, what would Christ do? That is what you should always ask yourself. Dear Christian, stop misrepresenting Christ. Stop giving Christianity a bad name. I've seen the way that many Christians treat and relate with gay people and it is appalling. If Jesus were on earth, what would you think he would have done? Yeah, what would you think he would have done? Let us not forget that we are called to love. It is possible to live in peace with anyone because Jesus has enabled us by his spirit to do so. So you may not agree with their lifestyle. You may not agree with what they do or what they talk about or how they live. 
but does that mean you should hate them does that mean you should treat them like they are less of a person than you are second class citizens that they, they, they shouldn't have freedom they shouldn't they shouldn't work in certain places they're not allowed to work they're not allowed to do this they're not allowed to do that is wrong i mean if you would hate anything let it be the sin not the sinner okay we are peaceful we are kind we are patient we are tolerant homophobia is not the christian way you shouldn't be anybody's way at all if we are going to preach Christ though, you cannot afford to have that. You cannot afford to feel that way because you will be biased. You'll find yourself preaching more about the, the sin than the solution. You see a person first as a human being created by God in the image of God gay or lesbian may be the way they are labeled in the world but that's not how god determines what someone is worth and it shouldn't be yours either if you know or you are someone who is struggling with homosexual sin i want you to know that it is not unforgivable they are not you are not condemned to hell eternally forever in hell you are going to have a automatic ticket no there is no sin that jesus did not die for I'm yet to see that sin that he didn't die for. Okay, his work on the cross was complete, thorough. It is finished. Every sin is covered, past, present, and future. Okay? I want you to know that it is not, it's not an unforgivable sin. However ingrained it may be in a person's behavior, homosexual conduct is not inescapable. It is possible for someone, to, someone that is living an actively gay lifestyle to be made new by God. I've seen it happen before. Knowing God brings redemptive transformation to many areas of a person's life, including their motives, their thoughts, their beliefs, and their identity. Know that there is no sin Jesus didn't die for. I will keep saying that. There is no sin Jesus didn't die for. So don't condemn yourself. Say, okay, my sin is too big. Oh, I don't think this one is covered by salvation. Oh, I don't think. On you, don't preach, don't preach that Jesus, this sin, this sin is special. And you are going to there's a special thing you have to do to be saved, or there's a special thing you have to do to wipe, wash away your sins. No. Everything you have to do is believe. Believe and accept what he has done for you. And that is it. That's that's all. You'll be saved. You're you forever. Nobody is taking your salvation from you. So don't don't preach that. Don't preach that this sin is a special one. It is not unique. I already said that. If you're already saved, but or if you are somebody that is just having feelings or lingering temptations, you fear that there may still be some desire to revert to your old lifestyle or that, that you still feel like, oh, sometimes you just have this attraction. I want you to know that it's okay. It's fine. Just be conscious of the Spirit of God working within you. Know that He is working in you. To make you perfect he's working in you and these things are okay it's just how you handle temptation what do you do when you are tempted the bible says it's temptation to sin temptation to sin so if you are tempted you don't sin until you act out what is in your head or i don't think you have you would have sinned if 
if you are not dwelling in that temptation it comes and you shut it down you have the feeling and you shut it down you have the feeling and you speak the word you have the feeling and you crush it you you break it you delete it with the word of god and you can't have you can't know this word if you don't have it you can't say this word if you don't know it so feed your spirit continue to feed your spirit the bible says that our flesh is constantly warring with our spirit and that is because we are still here on earth so feed your spirits feed your spirits please remind yourself of god's love and let it wash over you every single day Okay, that brings us to the end of this episode. I promised it wasn't going to be long, but somehow it got so very long. I'm sorry, guys. I'm so sorry. Thank you once again for tuning in. If you've been blessed by this podcast, please don't keep it to yourself. Share it with someone. Play it over and over again. See, my neighbors are already awake. I try to rush so that before they make, wake up with their noise, they can hear the banging and the clanging. So yeah, please share the podcast. Play it over again if you need to. Remember that Christ died once that you may live forever. Love you. Bye.